In many religions, fasting is considered a form of worship. In Islam, it is one of the five pillars of religion. Every year, Muslims around the world fast daily for one month, namely Ramadan. Here is Islamic Studies Professor Muhammad Sirog explaining how they do it. The one who fasts should abstain from food, drink, and having also intercourse. Uh, plus that he would deal with others more morally or ethically. I see my friends do that daily from dawn till dusk every Ramadan. I fast too. I just do it differently. You see, I'm Coptic Orthodox Christian. So when I fast, it is on very rare occasions that I completely abstain from food and water. Instead, I abstain from certain types. That usually means going on a vegan diet for weeks. I'd be lying if I said I never considered which way of fasting was harder. I remember discussing it as a five-year-old with my Muslim best friend and thinking that I'd never know because I'd never get to experience it. However, two decades later, in an attempt to understand more about fasting and how different Islamic fasting can be, I went on an Islamic fast for a day, and this is my experience. So I'm just standing by the pool as it gets cooked. I don't know, maybe I'll have some yogurt too. I recorded that while preparing my suhoor, that's a late-night meal that a Muslim would have before sunrise to help them survive the fast. A few hours later, the dawn prayer announced the beginning of my fast. After only a couple of hours of sleep, this is me at 9.45 a.m. It's not really food that I'm craving right now. It's more about something that changes the taste of my mouth. I'm really annoyed by the taste. By noon, I started to have my doubts. I'm really worried about doing this only in the um, food and drink sense because I don't know what, like, what else can I do aside from actually abstaining from food and drink. Before doing this, I had talked to some of my Muslim friends. This is one of the highlights of my friend Malak's fasting experience. This sense of control you feel over yourself empowers you in a way. That wasn't hard to relate to. At about 2 p.m., I fantasized about water and chocolate. By 4 p.m., I couldn't stand the barely hot weather, and by the end of my 15-hour fast, I was hungry, dehydrated, and exhausted. But it was things like what my other friend Maryam mentioned that really annoyed me. Getting so near to God, feeling Him next to you, speaking to Him, and you feel like He's listening, He's there. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't experience that spiritual connection. It might have been because I was doing this alone and not in Ramadan. It might have been that I didn't do prayers or read Qur'an. But it also might have been my intention. I wasn't fasting for God. Making the intention to fast is very important in Islam. According to Prophet Muhammad, actions are judged according to intentions and each person will be rewarded accordingly. So, after one day of fasting, I wish I could tell you that this experience spiritually enlightened me or that I was even able to determine that one kind of fasting was harder than another. But what I can tell you is that fasting for Ramadan requires a combination of intention and self-discipline. For the Ihtiya Master Podcast, I'm Noor Ibrahim.